Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life with that Welcome back to the locker room, guys. Hit us up on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I uh, have more shit out for you guys with that. But today is draft day. We are joined here by Isaac Ripley, part two. He's coming back. We're doing the biggest menaces draft. Uh, Ripley, here, going to give the floor to you for a little bit. Well, thanks for having me back. Um, first one was fun. We did a best six man ever. And I feel like I, I had the best team. I didn't win, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, um, Luke, Luke in that draft took some guys that our dads probably didn't even watch, but, I mean, <laughs> he still did pretty good. Yeah. Dub's a dub. So are we are we just rolling right into it? No. Nah. All right. So before we do the draft, we got to talk about NBA Finals, Game 3, uh, Celtics, take down the Warriors, I mean, pretty convincingly. Cool. But – Going into the like first second quarter, I mean it was pretty much all all Celtics. Then the Warriors kind of stormed back a little bit. Second quarter, third quarter comes around. During the second quarter, I'm uh, texting Easter. Shout out Easter, and I'm like, this game's not even close. Over Warriors, best third quarter team of all time. I'm like, I'm not gonna say, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I got a feeling. Next thing I know. Third quarter comes around, Warriors get the lead that they didn't have since the beginning of the game, being up 2-0. And, I mean, credit to Celtics, though. Like, I've been shitting on the Celtics, like, the whole playoffs for just, like, kind of crumbling when the tides started to shift away from them. And, like, the very next play when the Warriors took the lead, Marcus Smart, of all people, bangs a three. And that, like, really pissed me off that him, of all people, decided to, like, show up and not let the Warriors walk all over him in the second half. And, um, yeah, I mean, Tatum really stepped up. But Jalen Brown, I think he's an MVP this game. Like, I was going to be a series. Yeah, I mean, I was telling I was telling Luke about this. So, there's, like, a sequence in the second quarter, I believe. Jalen Brown gets a ball. He, like, turns, notices that Draymond's on him. He's like, oh, let's go. He, like, backs up damn near to half court, just fucking starts dribbling him down, gets a bucket. Next sequence, I give it to Draymond. Draymond swats the shit out of him. But then uh, ball gets inbounded. Jalen Brown takes it right back at him, gets a really tough layup. And then, like, the rest of the game, like, Jalen Brown's just dogging. Like, he's just being a dog. And, I mean, like, Jalen Brown, really, like, he has to step up for them to do good. And what sucks for me, like, wanting the Warriors to win is we saw, like, flashes of prime Clay Thompson in this game, but it still didn't matter. I mean, you talk about fouls and like foul trouble and everything, but I mean, it's it's just this series is nuts. Yeah, I think um, I think the Warriors will win next one just because they're gonna be they're gonna have that fire under them next game because obviously you saw the press conference shit, but Draymond Green is a he's the literally the reason they're losing this series. Like he's <laughs> a liability on offense. I don't care if he can set screens and run an offense. He if he can't put the ball in the hoop, he can't even shoot the ball, let alone put it in the hoop. He's just, he's, he has more, he has the same amount of fouls as points in the whole series. Like that, I don't care how, that's crazy. I don't care what you do for the team. You can probably get away without him. Like he should not be playing right now. He's playing that bad. And yeah, I, I told Logan, I was going to bet Clay's uh, over in points. I just forgot to. And that was, e that would have been easy, for, easy money for sure. But no, Jalen Brown's going to win MVP if Celtics win. Cause you got two games left that you'll win. And Tatum has to outscore Brown and outplay Brown by quite a bit in the two games they win. And I don't think it's going to be that much of a difference. I mean, Jalen Brown should win MVP if they give it to Tatum. Unless Tatum goes off these next couple of games, I don't think it's just going to be stupid. They're just giving it to Tatum because he's Tatum. But Jalen Brown's the MVP for sure because he's had games where he does not show up but he's been showing up in the finals and yeah, every time he just takes it at whoever guards him, it's ridiculous. I'd, <clears throat> I'd like to start by saying I'm an ad, I'm an advocate for the Draymond Green show. I, I listen every week, yeah, every me week. Too. Um, the podcast is not the problem. I don't, 
I don't know why people are like, oh, like, do you think you're you're giving away X's and O's when you're doing your podcast? No. He says the most obvious stuff. He's like, we can't let role players. Al Horford at 25 in what, game one? <laughs> well, he, he has Derek White at like 21. Yeah, Derek White's been, he was like top three in finals MVP. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's, he, he can't be putting up two, three, and four. Yeah. And, 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 and expect them to, and expect them to, to win. If he's going to score Boston, two points, if he's going to score two points, he's got to get at least close to double digit rebounds and assists. You got, you got to, if you're going to have two, field. you better have, you better have nine and nine with it. Or yeah. Ten, ten and eight, some. 35 minutes fouls. Like, that's Draymond, Draymond's known as being like the single, single god, but he's not even getting them numbers. No, it's ridiculous. And to think, not long ago in a game six or seven, game seven against the Cavs, he had like 36 points, like yeah. six threes. Someone said if they were to show kids today that stat line, they think it's fake. Oh, yeah, right. he went in the first half, he had like five threes. Yeah, and he could actually shoot, and 36 points, he won't even touch that. It, he's literally the reason they're losing. It's like – it's no other reason. I mean, Clay had two bad games, but at least they won one of them. Yeah. Well, this well, game really shows, like, their problem with length. I mean, it, you, even if you look at – like, just look at the players on the floor not even knowing them, you would have thought, like, they are playing against Florida State or something because they just look so much bigger than everybody else, and – it like really in with Curry in foul trouble, every time Curry would get switched on to somebody, they're going to the rack. And I mean, I'd way rather have the Celtics go Curry's to the rack, a- make smart shots, than drift it outside, maybe get turnover or get a bad shot from one of their like role players. I think when whenever whoever Curry's guarding, if you watch the game, whoever Curry's guarding, Curry does an awesome job. No, he does. Like he was like taking charges and shit and everything. They, but they I mean, try to take. They try to attack him on defense when he's defending whoever he's guarding, and they can't get around him. He's a he's actually a good defender on ball. I want to say that like in an NBA game, I don't think I've seen that many charges called in my life. Like that was awesome basketball. Just like well, seeing everybody just getting gritty. You all know why? It's because that that was a Scott Foster game. So <laughs> thirteen and zero with Foster as a ref. And I mean, when you get out rebounded forty-seven to thirty-one, you're not going to win a game. And like oh, I told oh. Logan, Logan's a Celtics fan. I'm like, you guys do have size on him. He goes, everyone has size on the Warriors. I don't think he's like it doesn't matter. But this isn't really showing. It, it, it and, mattered last game. I mean, Celtics when when they put Al Horford and Robert Williams in there, I think that's such a bad lineup. I don't think Al Horford benefits the Celtics at all. I don't know if that's a he's crazy their best take. player. He had one good game, but game other than one, that, yeah, game one he hurts he was. him. He literally hurts when he's out there because you can't really do anything other than just sit there. He can't because they know they put a smaller guy on him and he can't shoot. He can't shoot because they're going to be on him and then he can't go around him. He can't back anyone down. So they should that Grant Williams has to, should play more. Pritchard should play more. Derek White should play more. They should all play more than Horford, I think, in my I, opinion. I think Robert Williams should get more than seven because, like, they if no matter who it is, if they're going to the rim, he's sending it back. And if he doesn't, he's affecting the shot so much. Whereas, like, like Curry doesn't – a lot of his – obviously, he shoots threes, but he also drives a lot. Um, and he can't because anytime he, step, anytime he steps in the lane, Robert Williams is just there. I think well, he a, should he uh, should definitely get, like, 25 minutes a game. Yeah, he had 26 last night, and he and it showed. 10 rebounds, four blocks. Like, he's a monster. Yeah, like, like three how, steals, too. Yeah. How big even is Robert Williams? Because, like, he's he like, makes guys look like he's 7'2". Yeah, exactly. Like he's an undersized big man, but he plays like way bigger than what he was. I, I like I know he's like insane defense player, but like especially against these Warriors, like I mean, even when Curry made that insane move, throws up a floater and he just volleyball spikes it out of the air. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. And like both Williams crashing the glass like crazy. Like I swear, like the Celtics did get like a lot of long rebounds, which I mean the think the Warriors, if anything, they need to get those long rebounds, but still like just Every shot that went up, I'm like, oh my god! Like it got another rebound. Like it's like frustrating for me to watch. That's why I think that I'm not sure really why why they didn't put in Moody because he's a perfect guy to just tell him, all right, go in and chase down all the long rebounds and just be physical, go after rebounds. That's I think that would have been a perfect game for like him, Gary Payton the second to come in and just 
and do like literally what they are put on the floor. Dirty to do. work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Going forward, though, I think the Warriors just need to clean it up. Like they played so sloppy, and I know that has a lot to do with the Celtics defense. But like you look at Game Two, the biggest like thing I saw, like the worst part of the Celtics game was their turnovers, and now like the Warriors were turning over the ball like crazy in this next I had game. Sixteen turnovers last night. I I don't know. It just felt just like Curry oh, had maybe three came, like, huge maybe, ones. Maybe it came in like bunches or something because, like, when the Warriors would start like losing their lead and shit, like, or not their lead, but like losing their runs again, like, I just felt like it was just like a string of turnovers or shit like that. No, the, it was the stretch where Curry had three in a row when Celtics won the run. Warriors got took lead by two and then Curry had three turnovers in a row. Okay. Yeah. I guess that and makes they sense. all resulted in baskets. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, I, the, the Warriors go as Steph goes. If if Steph yeah. is going to have three turnovers in a row, and I don't know how many he had total, but, I mean, if, if if he's not on and if he's not rolling and making plays, then the Warriors the Warriors aren't rolling. Well, even, like, that play where Steph was posting up, like, near the uh, free throw – not posting up, but he had his back to Jalen Brown, and Jalen Brown just picks it out of him, and then the whole crowd, like, goes nuts. It's just, like, another one of those defense plays where it, like, technically doesn't mean much, but they ended up draining the entire, like, shot clock, like, how many times, shit like that, like – me and Luke would always talk about in college basketball. I swear, uh, when you're playing defense and you drain the shot clock that much, and like they have to chuck up a bad shot, that gets a crowd going almost more than like anything. And uh, them Celtics fans, shout out to oh, them! Oh my rowdy. god, they're nuts. They're rowdy. Billy, did you did did you guys see what what Draymond's wife said about Boston fans? Yeah. That I mean, it's I I do like him, but it's crazy. Because that's how every environment is. But ba- I mean, Boston, oh, Boston's worse. You, know, you you think gold? I mean, Boston's probably a little bit worse than a lot. But you hear that? You hear that stuff everywhere. Like Warriors, uh, Warriors are way louder than Boston. I'm oh gonna, yeah. I'm gonna put this clip in right now. But hey, watch your mouth, woman. People's feelings get hurt, even if they're called a bad word. Um. I guess his feelings just got hurt. What were your impressions of the crowd and the environment tonight, and how much was a fact was that a factor in the game? Um, it was not a factor. We played in front of rude people before, dropping f bombs with children in the crowd. Real classy. Good job, Boston. The clip of the lady saying, "Hey, LeBron, how's it feel to be a pussy ass bitch?" And then the uh, security. <laughs> The security guard, shut your mouth, woman. And then it cuts to Clay, and Clay's like, "Oh, you can't handle fans like blah blah." And then then it cuts to Clay just last night, and he's like, "Yeah, real classy Boston, like cussing with children around." It's like Clay. I mean, kind of being a hypocrite here. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Clay said anything. Yeah, he was talking about Draymond. I think what they said to Draymond though, because they said they were cussing him out the whole game but yeah no I, I understand but I Clay when you get a game like that out of Clay you got to win considering the two games he had but he they just got no help like Wiggins Wiggins at 18 but he didn't play good Jordan Poole wasn't that good oh that Wiggins was missing a lot of threes right like what's six. his stat line do you have it one of six from three yeah that's what I thought that I mean he he had 18 but it, it didn't really seem like it, it wasn't quite like, 18 it was quite 18 and defensively, he wasn't very good either. Yeah, it's like 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 Draymond had he had good defensive plays, like the one where he where I don't know, I think it was in transition where he went up and and stuffed Jalen Brown at the rim. Yeah, and then he he started talking to him, but then next possession, Jalen Brown like isos him at half court and then scores on him. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um, Draymond can guard. Yeah, he can guard one through five, but like he really can't. He can do it if you need him to, but he's not like a guy yeah, that's. But like, you put on Tatum or put on Brown. Yeah, like I if if you're gonna ISO Brown and Draymond, Brown's probably winning six or seven out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, yeah, he if you if a switch happens and it happens to be Draymond that is in the switch, you can deal with that. But just put him straight on him. That's not what that's not who Draymond is. He's just gonna follow him, which he did all game. Yeah, he's he's he and Draymond's such a good defender when it comes to like playing off the ball and if you like if Horford's in the game I think it's perfect for the Warriors 
Oh, yeah, 100%. He's quick enough where he can close out because Al has that slow shot, like, right above his head. So he can close out. He can give help when, when Brown or Tatum drive so they don't just get a layup. I think that's when – when Horford's in, I think it's I think it's definitely a good thing for the Warriors. Definitely. Um, all right, to wrap this up, predictions for game four. Uh, I'm taking Warriors. I, I think me and Luke were saying, we're like, yeah, the, the Warriors are going to drop a game at – you know, in Boston, and it just so happened to be game three. I mean, even how ugly it looked, I mean, we all know what the Warriors can do. I like Warriors moving forward in game four. I think they win. Yeah, I think they win. It's just they're not going to go down 3-1. They're going to have to put so much fire after last game, what the fans did to them and all that shit. Draymond's actually, I think, going to play good because he knows he played like shit. Like, he came out and said it. He's like, I played like shit. And, yeah, I, I like Warriors. I think yeah. If it really, I think it depends on on Draymond. If if Draymond plays in control and literally, if he just has a game like he did in Game Two, then I got Warriors by ten. But if if Draymond plays like he did last night, then it's going to be tough to win this one. But I got, I also got Warriors. I think that I think they'll get the dub. All right. Uh, I guess it's draft time now. We did the draft order before the episode, as always, but the draft order is Isaac, then me, and then Luke on the turn. Uh, Isaac, take us away. Listen, I, I'm i kind of torn for this first pick because um, there's a lot of recency bias for me. There's a lot that immediately popped into my head. Um, but I got, I, I, I got it down to two, and I think just because it – because all the stories that we've heard and and different documentaries from people, I think, I think number one biggest menace is NBA legend Dennis Rodman. <laughs> that's 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 first overall for me. Uh, Luke, you want to go or me? Yeah, I can. Um, yeah, I mean he's on everyone's list. He's going to be a top five pick in this for sure. He's just a, to be. he he didn't play. Similar to the guy we just talked about, he wasn't there to do anything other than just be a be a menace out there, get rebounds, just be a pest in defense. Like that's just what he was. Yeah, he and off the court too, he was a fucking off menace. the court is a big not even just why. on the court. <laughs> no, yeah, like you, all you have to do is just look up like that episode. I don't know what episode it is of um, the Last Dance, and they were talking about when the Bulls needed to get tougher and everything. Jordan's like. I need Dennis Rodman. And like a lot of people are like, oh, no, we don't want to deal with that, blah, blah. But he's like, no, it's going to bring toughness. I think they just lost Horace Grant at the time. They're like, give me Rodman. Like, we're going to make it happen. And yeah, like, uh, I don't want to give up other picks, but like, you know, he's just an enforcer. And like your whole thing with off the court, like he just like wouldn't show up to practice, go like party for like a week, come back. Phil Jackson would give him like 82 hours to just go party in Vegas. Yeah. And he'd come back and then they'd win a championship. And then that uh like infamous video of him like falling down by the baseline and then just kicking the cameraman. Like what the, <laughs> <laughs> like, the cameraman do? He's doing he's just sitting there, he's doing his job. He just kicks him. Got in his way. <laughs> Ripley, you help wipe up the floors for you and I. Uh, what if what if Dennis Rodman kicked you? <laughs> if Dennis Rodman kicked me, we, I don't. I mean, what can I do? Well, I'll chase that bag. Take him to court. So I'm right on the spot. See, it would take a lot for me not to like get a strong reaction. But also, you got to think, it's Dennis Rodman who just kicked me. What am I going <laughs> to do about it? I mean, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was in your way. I apologize. Exactly. <laughs> You apologize. That's what you're Mr. Like, Rodman. I'm, I'm so sorry, Mr. Rodman. You, I'll let you kick me again if if, if that's what you need. <laughs> Third, I have second pick. My yeah, bad. You have second. Uh, when I told these guys the draft category, you know, biggest menaces in sports history, one name came to my head like right away. Black Air Force Energy. He's a poster boy of it. I'm taking Pat Bev. Yeah. Um, I mean, you like think about them games where what player was was it Steph or maybe Chris Paul? He just took out their ACL one fucking playoff series. It might have been Russell Westbrook. It was Russ, yeah, it was Russ. And like, just he's the definition of just a pest. Like, he's just 
out there to just be like a dickhead to like whatever players on the court. He's not very good at all, but he's just out there to piss people off. And obviously in his uh, post-game interviews, he doesn't care what the fuck he says about anybody. Doesn't care about his image. I mean, he goes on first take and just tears, tears Stephen A. Yeah. alive. And yeah, he, he just went at Chris Paul for just really no reason. Exactly. Like three straight days of, of Chris Paul. It's like it's like when you're practicing with one of those orange cones. He just, he just said he doesn't do anything <laughs> on defense. He just stands there. <laughs> yeah, he's acting like he's dropping 30 on Chris Paul every time yeah. he plays. Like, I, I get it, but that's the reason he gets paid is to be just a dickhead. Yeah, he's good at it. That was my that would have been my first pick just because he's on the Timberwolves now, and I saw it firsthand what he can do to a team, what he can do for a team. Like, he does nothing other than just be a pest, and he literally took us to the playoffs when we had the exact same team as we did last year. We won, we won like, 15 more games than we did last year just because just by adding a guy like that. And, yeah, then he goes on – TV and he was probably only supposed to be there for a day and he ended up staying for like a month. Just he was just on today too. Yeah. Your, your ratings of it were our ratings have been up. Why don't you stay for a while? And that's what he did. Yeah. He's just that's what he does. He literally did, didn't have a career until he started doing this. Uh he was in Greece, I think, playing basketball until he's like, Oh, I need to find a way to be there. So he just does this. And that's he's opened it up for like a lot of other guys to do the exact same thing. Um, my first pick. A uh, different couple of different ways I can go. I'm gonna go um, Metal World Peace, Ron Artest. I mean, he literally started a fight in the crowd. So Malice in the Palace, palace speaks, baby, speaks for itself. There, he got. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he kind of got. Oh, he got like a cup thrown at him, but still, you don't go into the crowd and fight the whole fan base. Like he and he didn't even care about it after. He's like, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, it happened. Like, okay, it's like he didn't even give a shit. Me when whenever I think of of Ron Artest or Metal World pieces, I remember it was it was Christmas back when he played for the for the Lakers, and he was they were playing the Thunder. Yep, yep, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He <laughs> he makes a layup. He's going down there celebrating for no reason. Just winds up and elbows James Harden right in like the side of the face, and oh, it was insane. Just for no reason, too. That's the that first thing when I think of that. I, I, I remember watching that at my grandma's house. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys seen the Untold documentary about the mouse in the palace on uh, Netflix. If you haven't I seen did. it, go watch it. It's I haven't yet. I need to. But that Pacers team, that Pacers team was like the favorite to win it all that year. Like Reggie Miller is like right on the end of his career, but he's still like playing great. They had Steven Jackson was a dude. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal was a star at the time. Like, and Meadow was super good. And like, they're just rolling through the season. They get to the Pistons and the Pistons were really good at that time. And they're like, it's pretty much a bad boys versus bad boys of the, you know, early two thousands. And yeah, shit just happens. Whole place erupts and, Meta, Steven Jackson, all them, like, you know how they are. They're just like, yeah, they fucking deserved it. Like, when I've taken it back, they're like, if the league didn't make an example out of us, maybe they'd change. But, like, they completely ruined their season from it because they all got suspended, like, 75 games and shit or whatever. And, yeah, they, it's just the style of basketball they play. Menaces to society. You can take that whole entire Pacers team, really. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Like there's one, there's a difference between the bad boys Pistons and then that team. The Pistons were just like they're good basketball players too. Like obviously store the Pacers, but the reason those pace that Pacers team was literally just out there to be fucking pests. Like the Pistons actually had some talent, like skill with basketball. Oh, they were talking about that in the that documentary too, where that the Pacers practices like the amount of times they had to like call it off because guys yeah, are just that chippy and shit. Guys were head-to-head that's funny but uh look here second yeah, on the turn um i think i like this one i was i was gonna save it but i think i don't know if it'll come back to me i'm taking conor mcgregor i mean young conor mcgregor was a fucking beast Insane. Insane. all he did was know how to talk shit obviously he was a pretty good fighter too but i think i don't think this is a hot take if conor mcgregor wasn't the 
picked like the guy that he is like off the out of the ring and everything or out of the octagon he would not be near as big as he is right now just because how much he talks shit and how much was a fucking uh, i could i could argue that well okay like not he, oh, yeah. he, he, right, lost right. he wouldn't have many fights right now joe if it wasn't for his personality no i get what you mean he would right still now, be, yeah yeah he like he would he wouldn't, he wouldn't be, be he wouldn't be a household name i get what you mean by that no, exactly. like he, he, did, he did knock out jose aldo who had the belt for like 11 years yeah, and he's all seconds he like this, had huge fights i say this to logan all the time like right now kind of like those last how many fights that mcgregor's lost he wouldn't even got those fights if he wasn't like conor mcgregor oh for sure like Floyd Mayweather ain't just fighting nobody. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no like ever, ever since after that Mayweather fight, like he just like hasn't been winning against like not the, I mean, the competition hasn't been great. It hasn't been shit, but it's like, he's just only getting these fights. And there's a reason why the uh, Jake Paul wants to fight him. It's because he's Conor McGregor. Like there's no re- other reason that people want to fight him still. It's just the name of Conor McGregor. Cause he's that much You're of right. a fucking well, menace. To talk about the menace part, all right, so first of all, you have him throwing the, what is it called, gurney or whatever, through the tour bus of Khabib. <laughs> bus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, how, like, for how heavy them fuckers are, too, that's unbelievable. I'll give him credit for that. And then another instance, he's at, like, an Irish bar, punches an old man square in the face. <laughs> it's like, you're, <laughs> you're a professional UFC fighter who's known for striking and an old man who can't lay a finger on you, you just sock him in the face. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? And yeah, I mean, you gotta be a menace for that. Then, like, the last thing I want to say, like, his shit talk, like, he, how descriptive he was, like, he, he would make like medieval, like, shit up. Like, I don't know, medieval, like, comparisons of like how he would kill people. And like, he would talk about people's wives or children, everything. Like, uh, I think it was Chad Mendez. Chad Mendez comes yeah. up. Thing, first thing he says at the uh, press conference is he goes, I want you to apologize to my wife right now. And McGregor goes, you can tell your wife to suck these big Irish balls. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my God. No, yeah, he's just a beast. Like I, This is like the reason people love him. Like for majority of the people, it's just. He's just a fucking like either you love him or you hate him for the exact reason just him talking shit. I remember when he when he broke his leg against Poirier. He's he's literally laying down on the mat with his ankle bone like shattered, and you can clearly see. And Joe Rogan, being Joe Rogan, is like laying sideways on the mat to give him an interview. And broken leg, he's laying down there screaming at Poirier <laughs> that his wife's in his DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got you got to be different to be doing some shit like that. Yeah. It's like most UFC fighters, but he's just the one that's like it well, feels he like paved the way. Started- oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Paved the way for that attitude. Uh, my next pick, I'm gonna go to my least favorite football player of all time. He pretty much stripped a Steelers Super Bowl from us. Uh, Vontez Perfect. Uh, he obviously had an agenda to only tackle people or only hit people in their heads. Uh, he ruined Antonio Brown's life. Ever since that hit, Antonio Brown's had mashed potatoes as fucking head. Yeah, he's, for, those he's crazy you, for those of you who know how much I love mashed potatoes, I don't mean that in a good way. But anyway, <laughs> like Vontez Perfect, every like when Juju, when Juju Smith Schuster, when we drafted him. And, like, the first thing he does is a year removed from knocking Antonio Brown unconscious, year removed, he – Juju just blows him up, just owns him, stands over him and shit. I've never been so proud of a player. That's why that I'll so always, fucking awesome. I'll back up Juju until the day I die. Like, I don't care. But, um, Von, like, no matter where he went, he's getting suspended for hitting people in the face. And, like, there's a reason why he's out of league. Like, I, I don't know his age now, but he was out of league short-lived because he's a fucking just he went he had a bounty on everybody's head to kill them i'll say i don't i I respect the fuck out of juju for laying him out but i can't i can't deal with the tiktoks on the field and and all and all that bs you can't like when juju got laid out for doing that it it made me smile it did (laughs) (laughs) i think perfect yeah like he, yeah, like you said, he literally had a bounty for everyone that he played against. He yeah. picked one guy, but 
that's just that was part of his game. He's and there's a reason why they made the all these rules probably now. Probably he's part of it, a big part of it. Maybe they saw what Antonio Brown turned into and they're like, Yeah, we we need to change something. <laughs> we so, need to change something's gotta thing. be different because he's he's not right. He's not right in the head anymore. <laughs> well, I should have I should have looked this up beforehand because I know he's done it to way more players than just Antonio Brown. But I mean, his personal pick for me, I had to grab him and I'm very comfortable with it. Oh, yeah, De- definitely a good pick. For mine, I'm going to keep it with the football side. One of the best, in my opinion, one of the best football trash talkers of all time. You look up, mic'd up NFL, funniest thing you'll ever see, Chad Ochocinco. He's, that man was a menace on the field. Yeah, like Ocho Single, like with besides the football aspect of him being a man, it's just like he just didn't give a fuck. Like eating McDonald's all the time, and he just like it wasn't even like like at times you wouldn't even talk shit. It'd just be like having like just messing around, having fun, and that's like basically that's like part of being a menace too. Just kind of doing whatever the fuck you want, and that's yeah, exactly like he, what he did. He 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 just like had no care in the world, and that's that. That was also kind of a personal pick because I I just fucking love him. Oh, I he, love that's I love the pick. He's he he's just great. What um, a, my favorite Ocho single story. Well, one he would take Viagra before games. Like, yeah, what that's. The, <laughs> and then then two when he would nut he would nut in his football gloves because he would say I don't I would never drop my kids. So he's like <laughs> so I'm never dropping the football. Like that's so fucked up. Like how do you? How do you even think of that? Like, you think about it, you yeah. like hold a baby. You're like, yeah, I'd never drop a baby. But he's like, I'm just gonna nut in my gloves, and then I'll never drop a football. <laughs> Whether he actually did that or not, just to think of saying something like that. No, yeah, exactly. Like what? The fact that he said that and made it public is is the funniest shit. I remember something with the Viagra. He said something to his coach. I think like, how how are they gonna stop me when I'm running on three legs? Like, they, <laughs> they, they can't do it. Oh my god. Well, and then just probably the amount of 15 yard like unsportsmanlike conducts from his touchdown dances and shit. Like it's sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That, that's part of it too. Um, so I, I get another one here. Yep. Yep. This one, I don't know. I got I got a couple options. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna run it back to the NBA. Um there's two, there's two that I'm deciding between. And I'll, I'll tell you after I pick. I think I'm gonna go with with one of the one of the pacers from that Malice in the Palace team, Reggie, Reggie Miller. That'll be my next one. He's had he's in an infamous trash talker. His everyone's seen the 30 for 30. If you haven't, it's great. Uh, it's called Winning Time. And the whole thing with him and, and Spike Lee in the garden where he's the what, like nine points in seven seconds, and he's holding up the choke to Spike Lee, and then he grabs his balls. <laughs> legend, legend. No, like, <laughs> I love Reggie Miller too. Like, it's just a player. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Um, he, like, he's like the most infamous shit talker, I'd say. I mean, there's definitely guys up there you could say are better but i mean the 30 for 30 really helped with his whole like era like even his sister during that 30 for 30 she's <laughs> like all he do all he do no matter who he's playing against just talk 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 like all game he obviously like even in his jump shot he had it where like how he released it like looked like an arm was hitting him and like he would get like a bunch of and one three contested like threes just because it looked like he made it look like he was getting hit then like when he would shoot he'd like jump into you you know, like shit like that. Like, I don't know. It just all the cheap shit he'd do, like hitting people in the ribs every time he'd like go break off somewhere. It yeah, he's he's I don't even know what to say. I'm not really gonna give it's like part of the reason why I love love him too as a player, just because how much like swag he played with and just like didn't give a fuck. Like I, we're gonna keep saying that with a lot of guys, they just don't care. They go out there and just play and just basically have fun. Definitely. Um, my next pick. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go back to basketball. Um, <laughs> like this, I'm gonna 
see if like this pick will work. Like Luke's tried it before, but can I take the Morris twins? Cause I don't even know the difference between them. Yeah, yeah. You, you want both? I don't. I don't think. I don't think you really want like just one of them. It's like they're kind of like the same. It feels like, like nobody. Nobody knows like the difference anyway. But like they're, oh. it's obvious like how, how like why they're on rosters right now. It's like they bitch more than anybody. They like f- getting fights more than anybody. They're always just they're. I think they're honestly like worse than like the rest of the league. Like you think about menace guys where they're out there to hurt you, get technical fouls, and just be an enforcer out on the fucking court. Like, I, I think, like, every time I watch the Morris's play, it actually gets me fucking pissed off because they're guys who don't, like, back up their game either. They're strictly on the court just to, like, injure you. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing with Pat Bev. Pat Bev doesn't, like, intentionally, like, swing at people or, or shove them or anything like that. But, I mean, the Morris twins are literally out there, like, if, if one thing happens and like somebody bumps into them immediately, chest to chest, they're, they're talking shit. Like that's, that's literally why, like back when Markeith, I think it was, he played for the Lakers in the bubble. And the only reason he got any, any minutes on that championship team is because he would come in and just start like bullying guys and he would just piss people off. And him and Jay Crowder in those finals were going at it. <laughs> Jay Crowder's a bitch too. Like, yeah, I just I just don't like him. <laughs> the one Morris twins good still. The one on the Marcus, Clippers, yeah. The one on the Clippers is pretty good. The one on the Heat doesn't even play. The one on the Clippers is actually pretty good. Like actually good at basketball. Um, I didn't even think of them, Joe. I'm not gonna lie. I, a good I right a solid they're just not good enough. Like they don't even play. That's the thing. Yeah, that's why I didn't think of them. So I mean, yeah, no, you're right. Now, once you said it, I kind of like, oh yeah, that. I understand, but yeah, they're literally another reason why they're still in the league is that and that conspiracy of them like switching to yeah. sick or something. So funny. I don't well, know like one one is dumb as shit. One is dumb as shit, and the other one's like kind of smart. And I'm pretty sure they had a story <laughs> about them like switching spots when they had to take the SATs or something. I I swear that's like a real story, but I believe it. They have like the same everything, same tattoos, everything. It's weird. It's crazy. <laughs> one's dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my pick, um, this is a, such a biased pick and I love it. I'm going Jalen Ramsey. And the thing with Ramsey is he can back it up because he's the best corner in the league. In my opinion, he has been for a couple of years. I mean, hit when talking to AJ green, he literally got AJ green. To, AJ green's probably the most like quiet wide receiver of like all time. Doesn't say a thing, just doesn't just goes about his business. And he got him to get thrown out of a game and every single quarterback, like, I, you look it up, like Ramsey, like talking shit. You just see every single quarterback he's ever played against. He had something to say about him after the game. Like I got a couple of them, like Eli Manning. He's like all he talks. If they have a good receiver, he's gonna say that the wide receiver is the only reason they're good. Like Eli Manning has two Super Bowls, and he all he talks about is Odell. He only respects like three wide receivers in the NFL, and it's like he just doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna be in your head, and he's gonna back it up and probably lock your ass up too. I love John Ramsey too. Yeah, he he can for sure back that up. Um, just one thing I want to say about Jalen Ramsey though is uh off the field, I heard he's like the coolest dude ever. So like with your pick, like talking medicine society, I mean I just heard that he's like the most like humble dude ever, like always helping people out, shit like that. So I mean, that'd be like my only knock on him, but like definitely on the field, he's like that yeah, guy. I, I think for on the field shit. Yeah, that's and that's a great pick. That's what it does. I and I just love Jalen Ramsey. Um, on the turn, there's a lot of ways I can go. I just don't know what I want. I think I, I think I'm gonna go another uh one of my guys. I'm going Kevin Garnett. I mean, he literally talks shit about someone's dead like mom or something. Like, yeah, that's a crazy story. <laughs> like that. Like, he one of the probably like he's top five, top three shit talkers of like all he's time. One. He's anybody. one. Yeah, like he's of anybody. He that's what he does. And off the off the court, like, not, like, crazy amount, like, right now, but he's come out with some shit just talking about players in the league right now. Like, he'll be flat out with you. Like, you, they're not good. Like, they suck. I can't remember off the top of my head who they who we just talked about. It was in the playoffs. But, no, I love Kevin Garnett, too. And, yeah, like you said, number one shit talker of, like, all the time. No, like, Ripley, when you picked Reggie Miller, too, I was about to bring up Kevin Garnett, but I'm like, I know he's going to get drafted. Like, if you guys didn't, I was going to. But uh, That's, 
That's who I was in between was Reggie or, or KG. But every single – I watch a video on it. Every single basketball player from his era has said that he's the number one shit talker ever. Like, he's unbelievable. And, like, some guys have, like, a rule, and they're, like, a moral rule in their head. Like, you don't cross these lines. He crossed all of them, stepped yeah, on everybody's nah. toes. And, like, even they were saying – so he got drafted right outside of high school – and I think, like, after his first year or something, he was, like, kind of quiet or whatever. But then right after that, it was – like, once he knew he was, like, going to be a good NBA player, he just – all systems go. Just anybody can get it. He's just – he's unhinged after that. And, like, with a lot of these guys, I was going to, like, say for the end, but every guy we're picking, like, they win too because there's a reason they win. Like, good teams want them on their team. Whether they're a good basketball player or not, you want these guys on their team just to bring that spark. Uh, my team, not so much, but <laughs> I have I have Pat Bev, uh, Vontez Perfect, and uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, the Morris Twins. You don't want the Morris Twins yeah. on, your, on your championship roster. But the thing is, like towards the end of their careers here, like teams are gonna want those Morris Twins. There's reason ones on the Heat. There's reason ones on the Clippers. Pat Bev, I mean, went to the Timberwolves because obviously he helped us win. He was on the Clippers for a while. Who they didn't win championships, but they won games. Yeah, Pat Bev was always in like um second round playoff series, like causing fucking trouble. Exactly. The, Wreaking havoc. Winning teams want some of these guys just because just for that reason, too. Yeah. Uh back to me. Yep. Uh fuck. I kind of want to go back to football here and fuck it. I might get some NFC North fans, but I'm gonna take Nadamakan Sue. Nadamakon. I mean, every like it was like every couple of weeks he's I mean stepping on fucking uh Aaron Rodgers. I mean he's always doing this extra shit after the whistle, like fucking with people. Like he was one of the biggest menaces ever. Like uh another guy who's been suspended and fined up the ass. Um, yeah, I'll take Nadam Kinsu. He's just a dickhead. He is yeah. a dickhead. Like, I don't know if like that's like obviously, yeah. Um, I mean you're right, he's a fucking menace too, but he's just a dickhead as well. We we back to me now. I got yeah. I got my last two. I don't know. I don't know. You guys you guys took a lot of my choices. I wondered if if KG would get back around to me. I didn't think so, but <laughs> um, I think just right off the bat, I'm gonna swing it around, head back to that to that bad boys Pistons team, and and get Bill Lambeer off my draft board. I mean, he's notoriously. He's his role with the Pistons was to be a dickhead. Was yeah. to all right. If you come down the lane, Bill Lambeer is planting you like you're getting an elbow to the throat or the ribs. When you're on the ground, he's gonna fall on you and and start fights. I mean, he's that, and it was a it was a part of why why the Pistons worked so well is because other teams would get so distracted with trying to because Lambeer was was pissing them off and, and fighting them all that Isaiah Thomas would just go dumb and then they would win. And and goes, it's like, he, it seems like when I watch that bad boy, that's my favorite 30 thirties that bad boys won. And one. Bill and beer talking in it just seems like a, like a nice guy now, but that his role was like either it helped him cause he was a big guy. So he was in the paint already. So it's like, you come in the paint. You're not, you're not like, you're not getting an M one. That's what was wow. awesome about him. Well, that whole Jordan rules, like, it's – I mean, if you're in the air, you're getting sat down right back on your ass. Um, what I love about Ripley's team right now is we haven't, like, got to watch any of these guys play, but we know strictly from stories or infamous stories. I mean, Rodman, you had that in the last dance. Ocho Cinco just lately just letting everybody hear all the dumb <laughs> shit he's done. Uh, Reggie Miller, obviously his 30 for 30, then Bill Lambeer with the bad boys. Like, that's – yeah, like – you definitely got hit the nail in the coffin there with uh, menaces, just like just like any sports fan. Like we know exactly what you're talking about just from hearing stories. And I got I, I got a big one. I got a big one for the next pick that I forgot about that. I, I just looked it up quick. One one of the best ones. And even still, even still, it'll come out that he'll he's calling players today soft and, and all this stuff is, is Gary Payton. Yeah. Gary Payton <laughs> was a fucking menace when he played. 
He is a fucking nuisance out there. He's he's Pat Bev on roids. That's what he was. <laughs> That's literally what he was. No, he was Pat Bev, but like a top NBA player in the league. Yeah, like, like he was he was actually really good. Like what since Marcus Smart this year, he's the only point guard to ever win defense player of the year, I think ever. And I mean, they called him the glove and like just the whole thing uh, about him. Like he like clamp your ass up. But the only thing I have against Gary Payton is that uh when he was in the finals with the Bulls, Gary Payton was saying he's like, Yeah, I could tell like I was getting to MJ and shit, blah blah. Then MJ sees that interview and he just starts no dying laughing. Yeah, he's like, I had, I had no, no problem, problem with Gary Payton. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure no MJ kind of, with the glove. Kind of went off too, like against like he he didn't like the like Gary Payton didn't really do much against him. I know it was like one game, one what, like the first yeah. game. What hurts the yeah. Gary Payton's like that menace thing is that he was actually a good basketball player too. Like it almost hurts it. Like because you can always say with Pat Bev, be like, yeah, but he's like he just is a pest. Gary Payton's like you don't argue that you argue how good he was. But if yeah, you really like look at it, he was a fucking he was the he, same as Pat Bev, just a good was, basketball. Player. Yeah, he had seven straight first team All NBA. Like. He he was the exact same as Pat Bev is now, just add a add some talent with basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pat <All> right. Bev. <laughs> oh, I love Pat Bev. He's I hope he's on Timberwolves. I hope he stays until he retires. All right. My last pick. I mean, we can't really fuck. I, I think we are gonna leave him off. I mean, unless Luke takes him, but uh shit. This fuck. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take Mike Tyson. Like, if you bite a fucking guy's ear, you own a tiger, <laughs> you snort that much cocaine, do all them drugs. Like, so many shrooms. Yeah. Like, I mean, you bit a fucking guy's ear off in the fucking ring, and like, he had so much money, didn't care, went bankrupt, like all this shit. Like, he he's like so delirious to like what real life is. And it, yeah, my tight, like, who else would you put in the hangover? Like, <laughs> I mean, Mike Tyson and his tiger. Yeah. A lot of that is strictly because of all the drugs, too. But yeah, it helps. Part of it, it helps like, be a menace. Drugs made him a bigger menace. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm NBA like young boy isn't sober. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 100% true. Um, my last pick, I wanted this guy so bad, and I knew no one was going to take him. Uh, Marshall Henderson, Ole Miss. I mean, we talked about him. We talked about him uh, <laughs> in our college basketball one. Literally, just what he did. Like, teams hated him. Like, you thought, like the same reason Grace Sound, same reason J.J. Redick. People hated them because they were good, and they also kind of were dirty. This guy wasn't even, like, a dirty player. He was just a fucking dickhead, like, two opposing teams, and he just dropped – 20 on you and go right to your student section and let him fucking know no uh, luke when we did that uh i think it was all-time college basketball players draft and you most picked, exciting i think yeah most most exciting yeah and you picked marshall henderson like at first i'm like who is that again then once i looked it up i knew exactly who it was that like infamous image of him just doing that like i don't even know what it's called he puts his hand on his fucking forehead sticks his tongue out and uh then the, I regained to the every time they won on the road to this crowd, just yeah. Then obviously him with a gator chomp and shit like that. But then uh I watched a video after that draft about Marshall Henderson, and he's like the closest thing to a gangbanger you can ask. His yeah. <laughs> like, teammates were like, he is fucking crazy. Like, like if you guys way. ever watched uh trailer park boys like he's pretty much j-rock like this <laughs> a white dude eminem he's probably from eight mile but yeah, <laughs> eight yeah mile. like his teammates said i'll tell you like what you get on the court is exactly what you get off the court like he's just like yeah. a crazy guy he's just like all over the place like if he wasn't good at basketball he'd probably be like in a molly crew cover band <laughs> yeah just just to be like just to be like that guy he doesn't even have to have any musical talent either yeah <laughs> just had banging just yeah there. um let's all right i'll go over our teams real quick ripley's got rodman chad on cinco reggie miller bill lambeer and gary payton what a what a roster uh, that's a squad joey's got pat bev vantes perfect the morris twins nadamican sue and mike tyson and then luke with metal world peace conor mcgregor 
Jalen Ramsey and Marshall Henderson. Kevin um, or yeah, did Kevin I own the game off for Yeah, Kevin. Um, but anyway, let's get into uh, honorable mentions. Let's just go like one or one at a time here. But uh, we left them off the board. But uh, Draymond Green, just to talk of like recency bias, but yeah, oh, Draymond, yeah. like in this league, the most known, or I guess the most known would be Pat Bev, but like just a recent, like Draymond Green's everybody, everybody's talking about how he's just out there to just, I don't know, kick people's ass. Right. Yeah. Right now he's, he's for sure the biggest. I wanted to take him, but I knew that there, there are just bigger menaces out there. Oh yeah. The guys, he's definitely definitely one of them. Yeah. Cause his career wasn't like that. It was like just kind of towards the end here. I feel like he, Early in his career, he was just like a good basketball player, just a smart guy. He uses a hustle, it felt like. But now he's just crazy because he knows he has to because he knows he's not a good basketball player anymore. <laughs> I was almost going to take, and I didn't know if this was going to count or not, but I'm also uh, – I also listened to the old man in the three, J.J. Reddick's podcast. I was going to take fir- first two years of Duke, J.J. Reddick. yeah. And some of the shit that he said that he did back in his first couple of years was crazy. Ripley, I know exactly what you're talking about because Reddick was talking about it. He's like kind of like depressed and stuff while he's at Duke. Like didn't know like if he'd make it or like fit in shit like that. And he knew like the whole aura of white basketball Duke players or white, like whatever. You get what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah, he's like. He's just like so frustrated with everything. Like he was like a big drinker and shit in college. Like he just yeah. like was kind of giving up on himself. Then he like found his groove and he's like, fuck everybody. It's me versus the world. Yeah. And like a sim- similar guy, like I'll, I'll say like Grayson Allen, like very similar. Yeah. I hate Grayson Allen. Similar to that. Exact. Like the similar to JJ Reddick. Similar well, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's another good one. Le- Everybody like, hated him. Lainer was more of because he was so good. And, like, then yep. he just, like, went with it. He just rolled with it. People hated him because yep. he just dominated you. Like, literally dominated every team. Like, they went, like, they went to a championship thing every year he was there. They won two? I think they, they won two. two and then he went oh, yeah. to another one. Like, they were literally in the, cha- the Final Four, like, every single year he was there. That's how good he was. That's why people hate him so much. Um, another, another uh, what's it called? Menace society. I have Lance Stevenson. I was thinking about picking him in the third round, but like he's been out of the league for how long? Like all he's known for in his career is his antics, like blowing in LeBron's ear. Yeah, like uh Ripley just did the violin thing. Like he's strumming that guitar. Yeah, or like, yeah, but uh he's fucking dickhead. I got I, I got two I want to rattle off. Charles Barkley was on my board. He's definitely <laughs> up there. And even now, oh, him, oh now it's worse. If you want to watch like actual funny like NBA commentary, you gotta watch the TNT crew. It, him, Shaq, Ernie, and, and Kenny. He is so he's so funny. Just because I remember th- this is the funniest thing. I don't know what they were saying, but Kenny just got done saying something, and he literally he said the word. He was like, "And so and so is coming." And then it's a pause, and then Charles goes, speaking of coming. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone goes, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, my favorite, Charles Barkley, just in the studio or whatever, they're talking about San Antonio, and he's like, oh, don't get me started about them big old Those San Antonio, San Antonio women. women. And then there's like <laughs> then there's like two more shows after that where he's talking about how fat the San Antonio women are. And uh, then another one, they're like cutting to a producer or something. And uh, Barkley just goes, <coughs> pussy. <laughs> yeah. Like, clear right. as day. Miller's like, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> TNT, TNT doesn't give a fuck. Like, as like hockey oh, team, wow. like, this and all them on, like, they don't care. They it's let so you do whatever funny. the hell you want. Oh, I got, I got two, like, oh, wait, did you have another one? Yeah, the, the other one I was going to say was, was Joel Embiid. Yeah, I love Joel Embiid. That, that, that was another one. I love Embiid. He's a little like crybaby. I I don't. I yeah, don't really but like he as much as he talks and as much oh, as he like does all, especially like on Twitter and his like voice helps too. Stuff. I think <laughs> it's so funny, like how he talks like shit, and then like his voice is just hilarious. Um, I got two that go together. I'm gonna say Marshawn Lattimore and C.J. Gardner Johnson. <laughs> I mean, 
that Saints secondary. What? I mean, Lattimore is when you when Lattimore goes against Mike Evans, you have Mike Evans on your team, just sit him. Like Lattimore, he's going to be in his head. He's going to be thrown out in the like, second quarter. Take, and take Gardner Johnson for, for fights. Take yeah, over. and Gardner Johnson is not a good corner. He is just literally there just to do that. Like Jack, know I know Jack will know who that is. Jack will love him because Jack always talks about him. Uh, another one I got. Let's see here. Uh, Tony Allen. I'm just gonna throw that one in quick. I mean, he's just he's just a great defense player, like kind of a pass. But then I had uh my Steelers guy, one of my uh, second favorite football player of all time, James Harrison. Uh, he paid the way for like in targeting rules. Like the amount of times he's been fined in my life, like I remember this specifically. It's like, oh my god, again. Like I have a poster up in my room of him completely blowing up that Browns wide receiver. <laughs> And like I remember, like seeing it happen, I'm like, oh my god, he killed him! Like, <laughs> like he's dead. He's just like lying there dead. What I think his problem was is he was just a short, stocky guy, and he always went for the waist, like wrap up. If guys ducked down at all, he was giving them CTE. But yeah, like it, it's, it's tough. But another thing about him, like he's his workout videos, like he's playing volleyball he's with the crazy. fucking medicine ball and shit. Like he's wild. It's insane. I, his workout videos are so funny to watch because he's just do, he's just putting up an absurd amount of weight in this big, bulky, gray tracksuit. Yeah, like he's, already, he's already sweating through the whole thing. He's like five nine, but he looks like a yeah. fucking bowling ball. I think if I had one more, I'm this one because like he also off the field, he's like a really good dude. But Marshawn Lynch with his, <laughs> yeah. with his antics with with all his post-game stuff and him riding the cart around the field in college. My favorite thing about Marshawn Lynch is his first two years in the league, I think it was his first two, he only ate at Applebee's, and he went, like, every (laughs) single day. But uh, another one I got is uh, Pac-Man Jones. He was, like, always in jail for shit. He was just, like, (laughs) trapping and everything. Uh, Dan Campbell, Motor City, Dan Campbell, MCDC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you say you're going to have your players bite other players' kneecaps, like, that's just fucking crazy. And then uh, my last one, Doug Glatt from Goon. Uh, like, obviously, we didn't pick any hockey players because we don't really know any players who just go out there to fight. But the guy from the Goon movie, that's, I mean, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Uh, I got a couple. Um, I got like about four left. Richard Sherman, Josh Norman, two of the most best shit talker corners. Snatch, snatch your chain. Yeah, you, like, and then um, what was last and J- Joe. I mean, Antonio Brown after the steal post Steelers, just turned into. I don't know if that was part of his. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he just like, something. It's got to be something. Like <laughs> I was thinking about picking him, but like he never really like started fights. He would just no. go on little like his. He was just like weird, yeah. Um. What was the last one? Oh, the last two. Uh, Rasheed Wallace like leads the fucking oh yeah of all time. No one will ever touch his records for technicals. And then Latrell Sprewell literally choked out a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could even bring up uh, Agent Zero, fucking Gilbert Arenas, bringing yeah. in bringing in a gun into the <laughs> locker room. <laughs> Agent Zero. And then like I had the two like the Pacers, like I had like three guys on that Pacers team, but we talked about that earlier. Yeah, I mean, you could even bring up, like, Matt Barnes. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt Barnes, when he found out that uh, Derek Fisher was cheating on his wife, he drove, <laughs> he drove 90 miles to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, and then I heard he just, like, beat the shit out of him, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Good for Matt Barnes. Well, he's got one. You guys missed the one-of-one pick. Chael Sonnen, UFC fighter. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the one-of-one pick. He's the only only athlete ever to get away with racism. He made fun of he made fun of like this Brazil guy who was fighting and calling like making fun of him as a little kid. He's like, oh, they used to play in the street when we were up in the house or something. He like, like, was the greatest talker of all time, better than McGregor. He was good too. Uh you could bring up um, Ray Lewis because he literally killed somebody. Um, <laughs> he menace off the field, obviously. Yeah, I mean, if you know Chael Sonnen, if you know Chael Sonnen, you know he's one of one. No, I know what you're talking about. Sean Watson's kind of a menace, too. <laughs> yeah. Deshaun I Watson. I wish for Logan's out like Deshaun Watson. And then Logan said it anyways. Yeah, I got it from Luke. Deshaun Watson, I mean, he... Him. You're talking about all-field antics. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
Like, look at this quote, though. But uh, anyway, I think that wraps up our entire draft, unless we got anything left to say. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm yeah. loving my team. If I don't win this one, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I had the perfect team. Everybody I wanted. If I would have got Pat Bev instead of Metal World Peace, out of like the five that I want that I knew I could have got, but Pat Bev. Yeah, I'm not good. very confident going into this draft, but I think my the team I put together is really good. It's just I like I'm just not confident. In it. Um, but yeah, go Warriors. As we all know, I've been a fan since '02. Um, hopefully we get this <laughs> game four sealed up, but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And as always take it easy. Oh, vote on, vote on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. As an American, you have to vote. Thank you. Take it easy. This kid is a gamer. He's a follower. He's a playmaker and a shot caller. In case you didn't know, I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win games. I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, 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 he, all he does is unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Okay, on Sunday. Unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. I'm going to church Sunday. Run pass option. I think that's my game. I guarantee you that! I'm no John Elway. He's rewriting the book. Week in and week out. He's a unique football player. That's what Tim Tebow's all about. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut taller. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut taller. Unleash Tim Tebow. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Okay. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win. One more game. One more win. All, all, all he does is win games.